0: And now, to today's message.
1: In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us to your feet to come and drink from you. To come and receive from you, Lord. We are here this evening to receive from only you. We pray that, Lord, your word will come and have its full course in our lives. We pray in the name of Jesus that whatever your word can achieve in a man's life, Let it achieve in my life as well, in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, and all shall say a big amen. All right, please may take your seat. And those online, I want to welcome you on behalf of our pastor, Pastor Prince. I want to say a very big welcome to you. And if you can just tell a friend, you can share the link and tell them that the word of God is coming. so be part of what he's about to say. And God is bringing us his word. So just just, um, um, speak to a friend, invite a friend, invite a family member, share the page, like the page, and also invite somebody. This evening we are going to look at the theme, spiritual barrenness. Spiritual barrenness. When you hear of physical barrenness, you must know that there is Spiritual barrenness. Spiritual barrenness is the state in which a believer produces no spiritual fruits. So when you see, a, you see one, one um, couple who is trusting God for the fruit of the womb, you see a woman who, who is married and is waiting that God will bless her with the fruit of the womb you say that because she has not she doesn't have any fruit she is barren in the same vein when you see a believer who has no fruit by his spirit you say that that person is also barren the person is spiritually barren i pray that from this evening we will not be barren in our spirit again in the name of jesus let's look at the book of john chapter 15 from verse 1 to 2. John chapter 15 from verse 1 to 2. Let's look at what God expects of us. What God looks at at us in the angle from which God looks at us. He says that I am the true vine. Please take note of this. He said I am the true vine, not just the vine. I am the true vine. Which means that there are many vines. There are many vines. But this is the word of Jesus he says that I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman or the gardener. He cuts off every He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. I take the verse 2 again. He says that he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. So, you should ask yourself that if he is the vine, he is the true vine, and we are the branches. Fruits are found on branches, like we can see here. If the day you see a fruit on the stem, you know that there is an issue but every fruit is found on the branches. And Jesus says that, even though I am the true vine, even though I brought you back into life, I gave my life to you so that you will keep living. He says that, and Jesus is the resurrection and the life. He is the one that can bring back the dead and, and, just, and just give the person life to keep living. And he says that, He has made us the branches. But in verse 2, he says, He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit. So they will produce even more. Say even more. Say even more. Jesus is not just looking at, at us to bear fruit, He wants us to bear much fruit. Say much fruit. Say much fruit. Branches that are barren do not bear fruit of righteousness and are cut off. How long have you been in the kingdom? How long have you been with the Lord? And what are some of the fruit you can show that this is what I have brought to you? This is what I can show that I have worked with the Lord, I have followed him, and this is what I can show. How long have you been with the Lord? And as branches, it is expected of us, like Jesus, on his way, he was hungry, and he saw a fig tree, and he expected that the fig tree should bear fruit, but he found no fruit on the fig tree. He said, we have a name as if we are living, but we are dead, because There is nothing to show as a believer. Maybe there is something to show as a doctor, as a teacher, or as a nurse in your own field. But as a believer, what can you show? What can they see of you when they look at your life and your output? What can they see and say of the truth? This one belongs to the Lord. You are a branch in Christ who is divine. I want you to just see that, that God has made you the branch. He, you see, he is divine, but he wants us to show forth his fruits by our lives. The fruit of a tree is found on the branches. Jesus is expecting that as Christians, as believers, we must bear fruit and bear much fruit. So we must be concerned if we are not just bearing much fruit and also not bearing fruit. Hallelujah. God wants us to be fruitful in the kingdom of God and in our own lives. This evening we are just looking at spiritual barrenness. Spiritual barrenness. When a man is barren in his spirit, He claims he is born again, but he's unproductive. No one has been born again through his, he being born again. (laughs) No one has been saved through him being saved. No one has been healed through him being healed. No one has been helped through him being helped. And no one is living for the Lord through him living for the Lord. We should be concerned when we are not bearing fruit. Just as any woman who is married is concerned, a lot of the prayer list in church from those who, who are in church is that, Lord, my marriage and childbirth, then finances. It is a major concern. When you see somebody who has been married for like 10 years and there is no food to show, you are concerned. And you are praying that God will, will just just, um, just, see them through and bless them with the fruit of the womb. There is this concern we have when we are physically barren. But we must be more concerned because you can bear the name as a believer and be barren and dead. One of the things that you can see is that when you are, God sees that you are barren for long, he can cut you off. You may think that you are living as a Christian, but you have been cut off. But I pray that that will not be our story in the name of Jesus. We must be concerned when people are not being saved through us. We must be concerned. This is the way we, we remain fruitful. This is the way we remain fruitful. John 15 verse 5. John 15 verse 5. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Say, I can do nothing. When you see that somebody is not, not being fruitful in his work with God, there is, there is an issue because he says that I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me, it means that if you are not bearing fruit, you are not remaining in the Lord. If we are not bearing fruit, we are not remaining in the Lord. Until the tree remains in the ground, it will not have the necessary things to to bear its fruit. The nutrients that must come to a tree count only when the tree remains in the ground. Until the tree is planted, it shall not flourish. He says that they that are planted in the house, they are those that will flourish in the courts of God you might not be seeing fruits in your work with God because you are not remaining in the Lord. You cannot bear fruits by yourself. You can't take away the branch from a tree and hold the branch as long as you hold it. No matter how long you hold it, no fruit will come until it remains part of the vine. What is your stand with the Lord? How close are you working with God? What is your relationship with the Lord? How healthy is your work with God? How healthy is, is your work with God? Until a husband lays with his wife in bed, they will not expect a child. Fruitfulness is as a result of intimacy and relationship. We are not bearing fruit as Christians because our work with God is questionable. People are not seeing the light that we must have. He says that we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. When we enter into an atmosphere of darkness or we meet somebody who needs the light of the salvation, we can't shine it forth. Why? Because our relationship with him, we are not remaining in the Lord. We just visit the Lord. The Bible says that they that dwell in the secret place of the High, not they that visit the secret place. We have too many visitors in the presence of God. But God is looking for those who will dwell. Say dwell. Say dwell. I pray that God will help us dwell and abide with him. John 15 verse 4. John 15 verse 4. He says, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine." Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Please let's look at, at the message version. The message version. It says that live in me. Say live in me. So, those who were not uh, so, so much uh, convinced about the word remain, it says that live in me. Live in me. Make your home in me. In fact, you can ask somebody, where do you live? Oh, I live on the Spintest Road. I live at Batchuna. I live in the village. He says that make your home where you will lay, where you will rest, where you will feed, and where you will grow. He says that make your home in me just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, we have been disconnected by so many things as Christians and as believers. A lot of things can happen in your life that can disconnect you from the vine. Know that one thing that God will ask for is not the um, the fruit of what you worked or where you worked, the fruit of, of your your, your workplace or your profession. When he comes, he's, he's going to look at works. Show me your works. Show me what you have used your salvation for. Like when he came and he, and, and he just gave one, one man uh, five talents. He gave the other man two talents. And he gave the third one one talent. When he came, he was expecting them to show him fruits of what he has given them for. The salvation we have received, what has come of it? (laughs) What is the outcome of our salvation? Are we just going around with the tag that we are saved by grace? Let somebody also be saved by the grace you are carrying. Show me the fruit. Show me the fruit. So he says that, live in me. Live in me. Live in me. God is expecting that we will make our home in him. As Christians, we can't be called Christians and living outside the Lord. To live in the Lord means that to live to please Him, to do the things that excite God, to do the things that honors God, that is living in me. Staying put and staying connected to the source. The day that the fish is brought out of the sea, the fish will die. Our environment. It's in the presence of God. It's in Jesus. And the Bible says that, and he formed us, and he breathed into us the breath of life. And so it is the breath that is making us live. In that same way, he said that we should live in him, continue to live in him. Remaining in Christ is the secret to foot bearing in the kingdom. When you see somebody who has so many souls to show, it can point that these are the people that have been saved through me. This one, like what, what a pastor said on Sunday about the Rasta man who is now a pastor. Any soul that that man saves is accredited to our pastor. some way somehow, because out of him, that is his fruit. And every fruit of that pastor automatically is the fruit of our pastor. Show me those who have been snatched from the pit of hell by your words, by your deeds, by your kindness, and by your love. Show me the fruit. The fruit of, so when you look at a tree, we don't call the tree by how nice it is, we call the tree by its fruit. That is a mango tree, that is a purple tree, that is an orange tree, and that is an apple tree. We must look at how you are living. And your fruits, then we say, of a truth. This one is living for the Lord. May God help us to bear fruits in the name of Jesus. To remain in Christ means that to live in Christ and to live for Christ. Number two, to abide in Christ and by his word. He says that if you remain in me and I remain in you, which means that if my word abides in you, if my word abides in you, Many of us, we don't even want to hear the word of God. If you can't hear the word of God, you can't obey the word of God. There are so many people who have heard the word of God and have not obeyed the word of God. Until you obey the word of God, you will not see the outcome. If I say, if like, like the prophet says that, go and borrow vessels. If the widow had not gone to borrow vessels, the outflow of the oil would not have been seen. Fruits are only seen as a result of obedience to the instructions and the word of God. If you can't show any fruit, look and check at, at the word of God you have kept in your heart. At the word of God you have kept in your heart. What word have you heard? And which one of them that you have heard have you obeyed? You can't bear fruit in your spirit if you are not abiding in the word, and the word abiding in you. The word must overflow in your heart. You must meditate on it day and night, by which you will make your way prosperous. You will see fruits. You will see fruits. I pray that God will help us see fruits. Number three, continue in Christ after salvation. He says continue in Christ. The reason why salvation is not the end of the matter is that Let's look at the book of of Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. (laughs) Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. It says that, so then, just as you receive Christ as your Lord, continue to live your life in Him. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as your Lord, continue to live in Him. Let's look at another version. Look at that. Next version then, we proceed. No, please give me the message version. It says that, oh, since you said that I should give my life to Christ. Okay, I have given my life to Christ. What next? If you are a mother and you go and give birth in the hospital, you will not leave your baby there. You bring the baby home and nurture him until the person grows. And he or she too can bring forth a child. The agenda of God is that when we are born, we will cause others to be born again and to grow in him. Hallelujah. He says that my counsel for you is simple and straightforward. Just go ahead with what you have been given. You receive, and you receive Jesus Christ, the master. Now live in him. Say live in him. Say live in him. Number four, stay joined to Christ. He calls us, we are joined here's. Which means that every blessing that the Father can give His Son, Jesus, we can receive of that blessing. We are joined to Him. Any blessing that can be released into the life of Jesus can be released into us. So if He could show the Father His fruits, we are His fruits. Where are our fruits? The fruit of the believer must be seen. You, can, you can't hide fruit. He said, oh, my fruit sits in my heart. I, I just love in my heart. I have peace in my heart. I have joy in my heart. If you have joy, we'll see. If, 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 if you can forgive, we'll see. If you have patience, we'll see. If you have long suffering and meekness, we'll see. The day that a pregnant woman has a flat tummy, from the fourth month to the eighth month or ninth month, and it's, it's too flat. And, and, and that woman can say she is pregnant. We would, would, would all suspect. Because fruits cannot be hidden. They must be shown. I pray that God will help us in the name of Jesus. And the last part about remaining in Christ is stay with Christ. Say stay with Christ. Say stay with Christ. Church, the only way to break the curse of barrenness is to stay with Christ. Say, stay with Christ. Stay with the word of God until it makes you into the kind of man and woman he can make you into.
0: Stop chasing
1: what won't work and live for what is working. What is working is that when a tree abides it will bear much fruit. Stop trying and, and be moving around. You must learn to stay at one place. Stay with the Lord. Stay in prayer. Stay with your work with him. Then you will bear fruit. You see, God is very concerned when he looks at us and he sees that we are wasting his investment of salvation. The salvation of God. He says that salvation is being saved from sin and its effects. You have received this mandate to save others from sin and its effects. Where are these ones? Where are these ones? I pray that God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Abide in Christ to be fruitful. Abide in Christ to be fruitful. Abide in Christ to be fruitful. Make your home in him. Make your home in his word. Follow his word. Listen to his word. Be moved by his word. Be controlled by his word. Be influenced by his word. Then we, will, we shall be fruitful. Abiding and remaining in Christ is to abide by the word of God. So if you see somebody and says that I Believe in the Lord Jesus. And this word says that, forgive your neighbor. And that man is working in unforgiveness. Little thing that they do to him, he can hold it for five years. I know of somebody, he can tell you that that day, that day, and he'll mention the date, the place, the dress you were wearing. And yet, we profess that we are Christians. The love of God cannot be hidden in our hearts, it must be shown to others. They must see our works and glorify the Father. People have stopped singing praises unto God because we can't show forth our fruits. I pray in the name of Jesus that help will come our way. A glorious and blessed and a blessed life, but from A life that is abiding in Christ and in his word. To abide is to accept and act in accordance with a rule, a decision, and a recommendation. To abide is to accept and act in accordance with a rule, number one. A decision that has been taken on your behalf. By the word of God or recommendation. These are some ten words to explain or to express what what the word means um, to abide. Number one, it means to obey. If you want to abide in the Lord, obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Number two, observe his word. Observe. It's like, consider what he's saying. If you can easily ignore the word of God, you are not abiding in the Lord. And until you abide, we can't bear fruit. Observe. Number three, follow the Lord. Say follow the Lord. Say follow the Lord. May God help us to follow him. Number four, keep to. So if you say that I am abiding in him, I am keeping to his word. What he has said takes The highest seat in my life. What he has said. The instructions he has has given. I'm keeping to it. Number five. Hold to. You say, I am believing God for what he has said. I'm holding on to the end. That is a man who is abiding in the Lord. Holding on to the end. Even when things look like it is not working. Because God has said it. And he says that he's not a man. I will hold on to his word. And the next one is stick to. So to abide means to stick to. Number seven, stand by. Yes, I'm standing by the Lord. And Paul said, after all that you have done, stand. After all, keep standing. Number eight, to uphold the word of God in your life is to abide. You must cherish what God has said. Value the word of God. Place value on the word of God. When the word of God is about to be preached, be excited because the same thing that framed the world. And the Bible said that, and the worlds were framed by the words of his mouth. So anytime the word of God is coming, something is about to be framed in your life. So you must learn to uphold that word. When you see somebody who can downplay the word of God, that is not, or that is not a man who is abiding with the Lord. Number nine, go along with whatever he says. Just follow. And number ten, respect the word. Our actions and inactions must demonstrate our abiding in Christ status. First John, or 1 John, First John. 1 John of 1 John, 2 verse 6. 1 John of 1 John. We see, we see somebody who is abiding in Christ. He said that anyone who claims to be intimate with God ought to live the same kind of life Jesus lived. Until we have this testimony, we can't bear fruit. And the fruit is expected. Jesus is expecting to see the outcome of our salvation. The outcome of our salvation. It's not houses. It's not land. Those things are part of the blessing. But the outcome of our salvation is that through us, many shall be saved. And I thank God that we are in the month of which through us, many must be delivered from the camp of of the enemy. I pray that this will be our story. He says that Anyone who claims to be intimate with God ought to live the same kind of life. He said, oh, show me in the Bible where we can't drink. Live the same kind of life Jesus lived. Oh, if I ask for me, I am quick-tempered. I'll insult you right now. Show me. He said I live the same kind of life. You must learn to be patient. Learn to forgive. Learn to love. Learn to be joyful. And learn to be a man of peace. Jesus is the priest of, of peace. So learn to be a woman of peace. When, I, when we come into your company, let us feel peace around you. There should be something about you that should to, to pull us towards you. A sinner must, must see you and, and see that, no, I know how God has, has used you. I know how far you have come. And there's so much love in your heart. Show me the same God who saved you. He says that everyone who claims to be intimate, who who says that he's abiding in Christ, must live the same kind of life. We must look at the life of Jesus and repeat that life if you want to abide in him. Because without that, we can't, Fruit. And the opposite of abiding is to reject the rule and the governance of the Lord Jesus. There are some people who reject the word of God. Like when it, and when it is preached, we have this, this uh, defense mood. Oh, let him finish speaking, then we can go. When you enter into the heart of God to hear his word... The Bible says that where the word of the king is, there is power. There is power. Power to turn your story around. That is the power. If somebody says that, I have been sent by the president, every attention will go to that person as if the president himself is about to speak to us. The word of the king brings power. So let's not reject his word. You have been chosen to be fruitful. So please, abide in Christ. Say, I've been chosen to be fruitful. So I will abide in Christ. It is the rod of the chosen that buds. Why? Because it abides in the presence of God. Look at the book of Numbers chapter 17 from verse 1 to number 12. I will not read all, but this is where, where God had the the voices of the people of Israel. In fact, they were making noise and they were murmuring. So, God told Moses to ask them to, to bring their, their rods. Every, every tribe should bring their rod. And he says that the rod that he will choose is the one that is going to bad. So, they placed their rods in the tent in front of the ark. And Bible says that the next day when they came, the rod the rod of Aaron had budded and had, had barefoot. And he, he says that this is the one I have chosen. So his rod will bear fruit. We have been chosen. We are the redeemed of God. So when we abide in the tent, we abide in his presence. If you commit your life to God, the, the, in fact, the eyes of men will see the fruits. I pray in the name of Jesus that the eyes of men will see your fruits they will see your food and they will glorify God in heaven in the name of Jesus. Stop finding how to be fruitful. The answer is right here. Abide and remain in Christ. You can place your right hand on your heart and say, Lord, help me to abide. Help me to abide and remain in Christ. When Christians become disciples, food bearing is not a problem. If you become a disciple, Food-bearing is not a problem. The work of our Lord Jesus is not to keep us being saved, but to also make us disciples. A disciple is somebody who has brought in a soul and led the soul into, into a state of being mature. So we are growing, but... He, he, he or she is able to bring into the presence of God or bring into Christ a soul. And watch over that soul. Watch over that soul. John chapter 15 verse 8. Look at John chapter 15 verse 8. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It's like honey to our lips, Lord. This is how my father shows who is. Who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. So he's expecting that we will not just be babies. We will not just be those who are are, okay. um, just being fed. But we too, we will become teachers of the word. Say, teachers of the word. I can go out and speak to somebody and teach the person the word of God. Win the soul of the person. And let the person mature in the things of God. Hallelujah. In this kind of life, God is pleased. God is not pleased by the things we can bring to him as as a gift. The greatest gift you can bring to God is when you you can pick a life that was in shambles. And show to him that, Lord, this is the life that I've brought to you. He, He was once dead, but now he's alive. Through you, somebody must come from darkness into light because you are light. Any light that cannot shine in darkness, is not light. Hallelujah. It's like we have bought all these balls, and, and here it's dark, and we and, and still here is dark when it is on. It's not a light. If you are light, you must disperse all darkness. I pray that this will be our story in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. John chapter fifteen verse sixteen. You are a chosen vessel of fruitfulness. We have been chosen to be fruitful. Fruitfulness is a mandate that God has given unto us. You see, when we say we say this is our year of fruitfulness, we just think that okay, this is the year that my my, my business will will boom. I would become a big boy, (laughs) big girl. Things will fall in place. That is physical fruitfulness. It's part of the package. But you see, we must bear fruit as Christians. And that is what God is expecting of us. The Bible says that the righteous is like a tree planted by the rivers. We must first bear fruit as Christians. So John chapter 15 verse 16. John 15 verse 16. You didn't choose me. This is God speaking. This is the Lord speaking. You didn't choose me. Remember, I chose you. And put you in the world to barefoot. <laughs> so I have sent you into the world to produce after your kind. Let there be more saved people in your community Let there be more righteous people. Let there be more more sanctified people and prayerful people. I've sent you. I chose you to be into the world and to bear fruit. I have not sent you to be barren. I have given you the mandate to produce after your kind. That is what Jesus said. And he said that I put you in the world to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil. (laughs) Today, we will see your soul, and (laughs) the next week, when (laughs) we are looking for your soul, we can't see you. We just look at you, and uh, one time you are patient, the next time it's like you you have been released to just do what you want to do. A Christian cannot do what he wants to do. He, He does what he's instructed to do. That is a man who is under authority. The influence of the Holy Spirit is something you must look out for if you want to see that you want to bear fruit. The Holy Spirit must influence you. There must be the influence of the Holy Spirit. Fruit that won't spoil or fruit that will remain and abide as fruit bearers. Whatever you ask the Father in relation to me, he gives us. You see, we are quick to quote the, 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 this, this verse that, oh God, you said that whatever I, I ask, <laughs> you will do it. But, but see that, he says that as foot beareth, as people who bear foot, you come to me. Begin to bear foot and ask anything in my name and see if I won't do it. Because you have given me an outcome of the salvation I've given. I pray in the name of Jesus. That God will help us to become food bearers. Food bearers. And our food will remain. In the mighty name of Jesus. You provoke God. When you remain foodless. In the kingdom. God doesn't like wastage. <laughs> Say no loss. Say no loss. God doesn't like losses. Anyone that has been bought. By, by a price. Must be must also buy by, a, by that same price. We must be buyers of souls. Say buyers of souls. Say buyers of souls. We must be buyers of souls. Why? Why? Because we have been bought. Our soul has been bought. You become a conduit of wastefulness of resources if you are not bearing fruit. We have been comfortable because we feel that all oh, it is to be in church, or to be called a Christian is to come to church on Sunday to wear our hatar, we come and listen to the word of God and give an offering and go. There is more to that. We have been called as food bearers. Food bearers. There must be no wastage. God must look at you and see you as a buyer of souls. As a buyer of souls. Say, I'm a buyer of souls. Barrenness in the kingdom is by choice. You can choose to be barren. You can choose to be fruitful, but at the end, you are expected not to be barren. You are expected to be fruitful. A barren land is a land with the wrong activity. This is a serious one. You think that oh, you are doing what you must do on on a land. You, I mean, let's say you go and buy you go and buy a land, and and you know. You, Okay, you go and build, you start building a five bedroom house. And they tell you that this place is a serious waterlogged area and it's appropriate for farming. (laughs) And you realize that no, you have have wasted resources. You have wasted resources. What activities are going on in our lives that is making us a barren land? We must yield. Say, I must yield. My life must yield. If you abide, you can't be barren. That should be our, our, our word for this. Thing. If you abide, you can't be barren. You can experience an explosive fruitfulness by choice also. It's a choice to be barren and, and you can choose to have explosive fruits. John chapter number 12, verse 24. John 12, 24. John 12, 24. I am telling you the truth. Or listen carefully. Unless a grain of wheat is buried in the ground, dead to the world. So, first thing, buried in the ground. Dead to the world. It is never any more that a grain of wheat. But if it is buried, it sprouts and reproduces itself many times over. Please can you give us as the gnt the gnt hallelujah the gnt it says that i am telling you the truth a grain of wheat remains no more than a single grain unless it is dropped into the ground you must learn to deny yourself of pleasures if you want to bear fruit we are so full of ourselves as christians and believers so there is no food to show. I can, see, you can go and buy, buy um, uh, wheat or buy rice. Or buy a seed, a seed, you know, a seed of corn. If you keep that corn there, it's not, and you say, okay, I want to, I want to cook that corn. <laughs> I want to boil one, one, uh, one grain of corn for the whole family. Why? Because we are hungry. It's not going to be enough. But you must learn to put the corn into the ground and have patience. And you'll see that over time that that single corn, that single seed that was not enough for the family becomes enough for many people. You, in fact, you can cook it and you can sell it. We can become more fruitful if we deny ourselves many pleasures. Say many pleasures. Let us think less of ourselves and think more of people. The kingdom of God is about others. God could have kept his only son and had had a, a, okay, a cool time in heaven. But he thought of the whole world and sent him to come and die so that he would gain more. Let's learn to lose, lose some comfort. Let's learn to lose some money. Learn to lose some time. Learn to lose some giftings just to push the work of God forward. Just to have fruits and let our fruits remain. I pray in the name of Jesus that this will be our story. In the name of Jesus. What are the signs to show? There are some signs to show that a life is barren. You see, when you see see somebody who has been married for long and we are all concerned it's like it is is very obvious that the person does not have a child I mean 10 years and there's no child and we are all concerned there are things to show in fact we can look at our lives we can look at each just look at our lives look at the tree and say this tree is barren Why? Because for all these years, it has gone through a season. It said that the mango can bear fruit two times in a year. And when these two seasons pass, and the tree is still barren, we can say that this is a sign that it is a barren tree. There are things to look out for. We can look at your life and look at the outcome and say you are barren. There is nothing to show. Especially when, when you can't look at anybody in the church and look at anybody in the kingdom and, and say that this person was saved out of mercy I showed him, out of love, out of something I gave to him, out of my, my words and my preaching to him, this person was saved. These signs do not stand alone. So I'm going to, I'll, 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 I'll just read out the signs, okay? But they don't stand alone. But when you can see a set of them, you know, just just look at a set of them in your life, you are either becoming barren, or you are in the state of barrenness. Signs and symptoms, they help, they always help to, to let us know the kind of disease somebody is going through, or somebody has. So when this whole whole um, uh, uh, virus came up and they said that if you have these symptoms, it means you have COVID-19. Number one, they said headache. (laughs) They said you feel weak. You feel like you have fever. You cough. You sneeze. Then, uh, then you just lose your sense of taste and sense of smell. Then the serious one is when they say that you have, you, you have hardness in breathing. You find it difficult to breathe. Then you find weight on, on your chest. These are symptoms. When you go to the doctor and, and, and say that, uh, I'm not feeling well, <laughs> so please inject me. They will not inject you. They must look at symptoms, then they will say that, oh, okay, this one is malaria, or this one is hunger. <laughs> See, hunger. <laughs> I saw, I saw this, uh, this video and the guy just fainted. Then they were trying to rush him to the hospital. <laughs> the one person, out of wisdom, <laughs> said that this person is not sick, he's hungry. And he said, that, Listen to what the wise man is saying. So there are symptoms, there are things to look out for. If God looks at our lives, what, what is, is he going to look at? But before that, I want to read through certain um, four or three three um, texts okay, um, in the Bible. Then we will just look at the signs of barrenness. See, signs of barrenness. Signs of barrenness. Or, or symptoms of barrenness. <laughs> symptoms of barrenness. But our first text is from the book of Second Peter chapter 1 from verse 5 to 8. Second Peter chapter 1, 5 to 8. Second Peter chapter 1. He said that for this very reason, do your best to add goodness to your faith. To your goodness add knowledge. Verse 6. To your knowledge add self-control. To your self-control, add endurance. To your endurance, add godliness. Verse 7. To your godliness, add Christian affection. And to your Christian affection, add love. Verse 8. These are the qualities you need. And if you have them in abundance, they will make you active and effective in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please, let's, let's look at this um, um, verse 8 in the King James. Let's look at verse 8 in the King James, if I'm right. He said, for, for, if, uh, for, if, for if these things be in you, so there are some symptoms or there are some signs that, that, uh, that must be looked out for, that can be seen in your life. He says that for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are some things that will show that we are, we are not barren in our spirit. We are not barren as Christians. The second scripture is from the book of, of, of Galatians chapter 5 verse 19. And also the same book, 5 verse 24. But first, let's let's look at verse number 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication. The first two are all all sexually related. Uncleanness, lasciviousness. Verse number 20. Verse 20. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies. Verse 21. Envies and murder. So these are the things we will see. These are the signs of a barren, <laughs> a barren Christian. A barren Christian. These are the symptoms when we are looking for a barren uh, okay, this, this man who is, is, is um, saying that he loves the Lord. He's working with God. These are the things to look out for. Envy and murders and drunkenness. revealings and such like of, of the which I tell you before. As I have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Let's look at the verse number 24. Verse number 24. And the last one, the last book will be the book of, of uh, uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse 5. So verse number 24 of the book of Galatians 5. And they that are of Christ have crucified the flesh with their affections and lusts. Every man is tested or is tempted by his last and his, his, um, his affections. What are your desires? If you are being tempted by them, then know that you, have not, you, are, you are not living for the Lord. We must live for God, but these are the things that we must walk away from. And they that are of Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the last. What have you been tempted of or tempted by? Hallelujah. And the last book, the book of Colossians chapter three, verse five. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Not not your not your family members but, but your body. <laughs> They say, oh, I've come to my family house, so I've come to mortify everybody. No, 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 no. So, okay, please give us um, another version there. (laughs) The word of God is just sweet. And that means killing of everything connected with with that way of death. Sexual. And doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like. Those who want to bear fruit don't do what they feel like. We can't do what we feel like we must be influenced by the holy spirit our lives and our thoughts must be influenced now i move to the signs and barrenness so please take uh, take this for for a book of the bible books and the scriptures and please make some time and go through it signs of barrenness number one so Just look at them. Maybe you find yourself in them. Number one, no soul won in the Lord. You have not won any soul in the Lord. You are spiritually barren. Number two, fewer souls won in the present than in the past. You can hear some people say, in fact, I used to be a soul winner. But because I have won many souls, now I No. You used to bear fruit, but now you have stopped bearing fruit. It means that you are barren. Number three, no passion for souls to be won, except a wish. Everyone has a wish that souls will be won, but the passion is not there. If you really have passion... Every Saturday in this month of reach, in fact, you will not wait for a call. You will be here on time and you will even go and come back before we come. Passion makes makes you move. If a man has a lot of passion for, for somebody, he moves. He moves. Passion makes you move. Passion makes you move. Number four, you have the same strength over a long a long um, a period of time. You have the same same level of strength. Let me say something short about this. It means that if you fall by the same sins you used to fall in years ago you are barren. It means you have the same the same strength. The same things that you used to to uh, push you down and kick you and overcome you, if those things are still doing the same things in your life, then you have the same spiritual strength over a long period of time. It means you are barren. Number five, the word of God does not touch you or touch your heart at first. You can come to church and say, oh, today the word wasn't wasn't powerful. It didn't hold me. He didn't touch me. <laughs> it means you are barren. Number six. Too casual in God's presence and no recognition of God's presence. You can come into the house of God and not even identify that God is here. God can be moving and touching people and yet you are just looking around. No sense of, of seeing and respect for the, for his presence. Number seven. When your capacity to obey God is weakened. These are all signs and symptoms. That a Christian is bearing. When your, your strength and your capacity to obey God. In fact, you must have both to will and both to do. Of his good pleasure. Number eight. Lesser time is, is, is given or, or you have lesser time allocated for Christian fellowship, like before. You don't give God enough time. You don't give the, those of, of the same faith some time to spend with. Number nine, receives nothing when the word of God is preached. God's word can be preached and you will just see nothing happening in your life. If you spend a lot of time in the presence of God and there are so many words being preached and nothing is happening, then you can say that some way, somehow, you have been barren. Number 10. More time is spent on yourself than in the past. It means that you have... Okay, you now have more, more sense of self. Self has engulfed you. And the Bible says that in the last days, they shall be lovers of themselves. Many will love themselves. You say, oh, I'm afraid to come to church because I'm, I'm afraid to be hit by the virus. We are going somewhere and say, oh, it's too far. It's too far. I'm tired. Wake up and pray. Oh, I'm tired. Self. The self. 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 Number 11. The Bible it's, it's read once in a while. You read the Bible. In fact, your Bible might be still dusty. It's still dusty or somewhere somewhere under your pillow or somewhere by your bed. You don't even know where your, your, your Bible is. Number, number 12. Less of your money is given to God now than in the past. When it's time to sow seeds or, or give to god you struggle to give god you see these are things you must look out for if you find them in your life know that something is not going well my life is barren number 13 there is no desire to die to self it's like you, you don't really long more more for god number 14 The talent God gave you is not being used to bring him glory. The talent God has given is not being used to give or bring him glory. We are singing outside the church. In fact, we are singing to sack sack souls from the church into, uh, into hell instead of bringing them into the house of God. We are dancing and doing all that. There is a talent that has been given. Only God gives talent. Number 15. Number 15. Hallelujah. Number 15. The works of the flesh becomes normal to you. It's like, you know, it's like when it comes to sin, you don't You don't have any issue. You don't have any stress. You don't stress to sin. You don't stress to go back door. You don't stress to fornicate or lie or cheat. You don't stress to envy. I mean, things are normal. You know, Okay, when it comes to the things of the flesh, it's normal. It becomes normal. You must know that these are signs. Signs and they are strong symptoms of barrenness with the spirit. Number 17 there is no much love there's so much love for money in your heart there's so much love you, we chase we chase more after money than we chase after God when that is seen in your life you will know that something is going wrong number 18 there is so much love for the world in the heart. There is so much love for the world in your heart. The things that moves the world doesn't move you. If it moves you, if it, it just makes you happy and excited, then know that you are spiritually barren. Hallelujah. Number 19, the curse of the world consumes you. There's so much happening in life, but when we allow it to overcome us, then we don't have enough, enough strength to withstand what God has given to us. And the last one, then we pray. You are not concerned about the state of the soul. He said, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? We must be concerned about the state of our souls. And the souls of them that are perishing. So when you look at these signs and these symptoms and they all fall in place in your life or most of them or some of them know that you are becoming or you are in the state of spiritual barrenness. I want you to be on, on your feet. We want to pray for the next five minutes and pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord would help us out of every barrenness. Wherever you are, if you are watching online, you want to pray and just place your right hand on your heart and, and say, Lord, We break every spirit of barrenness in the name of Jesus. By your word, Lord, as your word has come to us. We want to pray for the next five minutes and say, God, in the name of Jesus, let the spirit of barrenness be broken off my life. In the name of Jesus, I will bear fruit. As Lord, as a Christian, I will bear fruit. As a believer, I will bear fruit in the name of Jesus whatever has held me Lord whatever has caused me to be barren in the name of Jesus all these years with my walk with you in my walk with you oh God let the hold of barrenness be broken of my life in the name of Jesus. Let the hold of barrenness be broken off my walk with you in the name of Jesus. Pray and say, Lord, from today, I will show forth your glory in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, from today, Lord, from today, you will look at, at my life uh, and see and see the many people that have been saved, Lord. You will look at my life and see, Lord's fruits. There will be fruits to show. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray and say, Lord, from, from, from this evening, Lord, help me to show, show forth your glory. Help me to show forth your light. God expects, God expects us to be fruitful. You want to pray for the next four minutes and say in the name of Jesus. I have been unfruitful for all these years. Lord, for all these years, I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever has held my heart, whatever has held my life, <laughs> I want to pray and say, Lord, make us fruitful as a church. We are praying for the church and saying, Lord, every believer, Lord, every believer in this church, we are praying in the name of Jesus that there will be fruits, to, Lord, to show, that there will be souls to show in the name of Jesus. Makapa, marabababa, karabababa, shanda bahaya, rande, seka, lipalaba, kondea, ilekabalabagaba, shakabalaba. Let the hold of barrenness be broken of the church, of our lives in the name of Jesus. ilekabalongo, Sekala Brenga. If you are bearing fruit, you want to pray and say, Lord, help me to bear much fruit, prune my life, prune me, Lord, in the name of Jesus, convict me of sin so that I will bear much fruit. You want to pray and say, Lord, help me to bear much fruit in the name of Jesus. Makapa." for the next two minutes pray and say lord we ask that you you, lord you send us grace to bear much fruit send us grace to bear much fruit in the name of jesus yes lord yes lord grace to bear much fruit as a church lord grace to bear much fruit lord in the name of jesus (coughs) we are in the season of rich we are in the month of rich, Lord. We are praying in the name of Jesus that there will be grace. There will be grace, Lord, to show forth our foot in the name of Jesus and that our foot will abide. Our foot will abide in the name of Jesus. ilebakaya <clears throat> one minute more, pray and say in the name of Jesus, may you be pleased with my life, our Lord as I walk with you, as I walk with you, grant me grace to walk with you as a believer in the name of Jesus, when Jesus comes again he's going to look out for fruits You want to pray and say, Lord, help me to walk with you. Help me to walk diligently with you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for tonight. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We thank you for the many things you have done in our lives by your word. We thank you, Lord, that the hold of any barrenness with our spirit is broken. Spiritual barrenness is broken from our lives. We thank you, Lord, that from this evening, we are going to walk in fruitfulness. We will bear fruits of righteousness. We will bear fruits of righteousness. From this evening, we will bear fruits of righteousness. And we will bear much fruits. And our fruits will abide. We give you glory in Jesus' name name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap on to God. Hallelujah.
0: The message you just listened to is from ICGC Paris Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support.
1: Thank you and God richly bless you.